1: to your favorite sports show, oh, hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson,
0: they're smart, they're sexy, and they're all fit. so thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show.
2: Hello and welcome into episode number 99 of Babes on Broad. Can't believe 99 shows. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host Jesse Taylor and we are the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. And before we get into the playoffs, so obviously we're hoping and we're thinking that the Eagles are going to advance. So we will have no matter what, we'll have our 100th episode come out next week. So just make sure that you're keeping an eye out for our 100th episode giveaway. Um, we're going to do something on Instagram. So make sure all next week, set your alerts or whatever. you also see Jess and I repost it, obviously. So just keep an eye out next week for the giveaway because it's a big one. So it'll be fun. But that aside, I mean, it's perfect time to have our 100th episode with the Eagles going yep. into the division round of the playoffs. And they host a division rival, which is even crazier.
1: Yeah, I mean, the almost the entire division made it in there, and honestly, they should have just let another wild card team get into the playoffs instead of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They should yeah. have let an NFC South team in. They should have just made that extra <laughs> wild card slot. And and what if that would have happened? Wouldn't the entire NFC East have been in the playoffs?
2: Yeah, li- quite literally. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I guess Seattle they would have beaten out um, Washington. Seattle was still in the playoffs though.
1: So an extra wild card spot and on top of that? I know. oh, Seattle
2: beat out the Lions, though. So it would have been Uh, been close there, though. See, they
1: they would have been more fun in the playoffs than watching whatever. they definitely would have. Tom Brady tried to do the other night.
2: I know. Well, so that's the
1: thing. The world to Tom, you know, greatest of all time. But
2: he had nothing with him this year. And it was no secret. You can only do so much, especially getting that old. But Giselle said that before. Giselle said that previously. He can't throw and catch the ball. True. She did say that. We love a woman that stands by the man, (laughs) but um, (laughs) I actually tweeted out this morning, though, that I feel like that is not talked about a lot, though. The fact that we quite literally as we as a division set a record for being the worst division in the history of the National Football League, like what was it like two years ago? We were literally the worst ever. It was so bad. We were literally the worst ever division. And now the transformation within like a year and a half, two years has been insane because now we are the best of all time. Granted, there was a bigger, uh, playoff pool. So it was impossible for a full divisions to make it in before, but we have three teams in the divisional round. That's insane.
1: Yeah. And, and th- I think that's even more impressive, right? Like not even, is it just the three teams that made it into the playoffs in itself? My child just punched me in the face. Um, <laughs> it's not even that they just made it in like they are all in, not even just they've made it past wildcard weekend so um you know it, and it's a lot that went into it like there's been a lot of coaching overhauls in the yeah. in the there's been a lot of you know big overhauls of of teams and you know, I think a lot of you know the eagles the eagles and the and the football team are the only ones that have had more of a quarterback overhaul and it's funny that it kind of did what it did but you know other than that it's been a lot of shuffling around of skill guys and revamping defenses and doing all these different things and adding, you know, add, you know, adding younger coaches. Now Mike McCarthy's different and I think he's kind of the odd man out of this one. But like what Brian Dable and the staff for the New York Giants have done yeah. is extremely impressive. And you know Daniel Jones looked like an absolute goober out there for the last four years. And he has made an, an, a very significant jump and improvement.
2: No, I agree with you 100%. Um, Nick Sirianni and obviously Brian Dable, both in the uh, Coach of the Year talks. And it's also cool to see Dougie P in there. I'm throwing him real quick just because still right. obviously we'll always think of Dougie P as a Philly guy. Um, he is a Philly. We love that guy. Exactly.
1: I, would, I can confirm would still indeed
2: die for Doug Peterson. Yes, absolutely. he's just a great man. And that was so amazing, too, to see the Jags win last week and pull off that um, comeback. So it's just so cool to look around. But also before we even get into this one, because we have to have some Cowboys hate, Jess, I can't, I said this the other day and the person I was telling it to kind of, of course he was a man and he was just like, well, of course, every single quarterback is important. And the, it's not the point of this, but looking at the Dallas Cowboys, it's actually, I hope that they, I don't know. Okay. So I'm going to restart this. There's two sides of how they go into San Fran. Okay. Cause obviously they're the other divisional NFC game. So they could either go into San Fran and be the Cowboys that we always know, and they could absolutely plummet. Or we could see a very similar situation to the 2017, 2018 year where the saints were the scarier team come into Philly for um, the NFC Championship, and they got upset by Minnesota. So Minnesota, in a way, did our dirty work for us. And I feel like that could be a very cool thing to possibly outcome or be an outcome in this one. You get so what you I mean, mean to say it? that
1: the Cowboys go in and beat the 49ers and then have to come here for the NFC Championship game, assuming the Eagles win on Saturday? that's Is that what you're saying?
2: Yes. Okay. And the quarterback part in that was because – I was talking to somebody and I was like, the reason it's a possibility is because even just watching last week, granted they were playing against a terrible team, but Dallas is very, very talented on both sides of the wall. Their biggest question mark is how Dak decides to come out and play that game. I agree,
1: but I also think when they see a competent offense, they can't stop a competent offense. So you you even I mean we even saw like I, I think Christmas Eve is a is a great example of that. Um, you know that defense like they're gonna let up a lot of yards. Their their only hope is that they can somehow get Micah Parsons able to be Micah Parsons a little bit against a superior <coughs> offensive line. Yeah. And the other part of that is you know y- 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 they hope their offense can just put up enough points to keep up with the other team because they can't necessarily, they, they let Gardner Minshew one of the worst quarterback performances I have ever seen. Like he threw every single ball off his back foot. Everything looked terrible. He turned the ball over four times and still threw for over 350 yards. And how many points did they put up? 35, 30, something up what, there I don't even remember what the final score of that game was I don't but either put up 30 plus points like I think it was 34 was it 40, 40 34 was the final score of that
2: yeah it was 34 like 33 something low it was 30 close but it was a
1: t- it was a touchdown like it, it was, oh no it was, I'm it was,
2: saying like they had yeah it yeah, yeah. was like something like that so
1: I yeah so that's what I'm saying like and and you're right. I do a big component of that is what version of Dak Prescott comes out as well. Yeah. Um, the guy who knows the rules of football and the one who doesn't, they're obviously two different people. But <laughs> the other part of that is like, you know, they do have it was San Fran last year who knocked yeah. them out of playoffs. So it's a it's an interesting matchup from. And, yeah, you,
2: and, and you also wonder, like, so obviously San Fran as a whole is the better team and the favorite. Um, but it is interesting because they do have Brock Purdy there, so it's kind of like. Can we talk about that? For How a long second. is that going to run? What'd you say? Can, can we talk? Can we talk about that for a second? Did you see the clip this week that was going through social
1: media that someone, something with a check mark, tweeted and was like, "This throw from Brock Purdy," and literally it was one of the worst passes you will ever see I it, did not see that It was incorrect placement and literally tried to get his wide receiver murdered on the football field like it's a ball that should have been hugging the sideline to catch and go right out of bounds and instead it was on the inside and he literally almost got his wide receiver decapitated it was a horrific ball and everyone is like fawning all over it but people who know what they're looking at yeah like
2: no 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 well dude it's like who was it that said the uh that Jalen Hurts is just a product of the system was that Chris Sims well was somebody Parsons. <laughs> well yeah besides Micah but some there yeah, was like somebody Sim,
1: Chris. Sim, I think it was
2: Sims yeah. but like
1: did you, did you see his rant about like when he got he like was all butthurt that he was wrong it's like a total f-bomb rant about like oh, well, I, I I guess I was wrong. Like, F me. Like, it, he's like, it's really uncomfortable to watch. That is. It's also very, like, you know, is your ego a little bruised here, sir? Like Yeah, right?
2: Know? We admitted straight up when we had to apologize to Howie Roseman. Yeah, we did.
1: That <sighs> takes a lot. Because we yeah, said it a takes lot of a lot.
2: Mean we did say a lot of mean things. <laughs> 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 but, no, I mean, oh, I almost pulled out my whole freaking mic right there. Jeez Louise, we're getting a little excited here. No, but my whole point on that was just that Brock Purdy is quite literally actually what that is. You're just seeing a really good team and they're having really good success and he's a product of that system. And that's what you're seeing there. Don't get me wrong. He's obviously got some, has to have some talent. Um, But yeah, I think that's majority of what we see there. But now that we talked about playoffs as a whole, We got some of that fun stuff out. Let's look into Giants-Eagles. We already said both of these um, head coaches are candidates and coaches – or coach of the year, which they should be. Um, Giants, though, have really come out of nowhere. They were the least favorited out of the entire division going into this season. So quite literally, nobody thought that they were going to be.
1: That wasn't the commanders.
2: I can't figure that out. I think it honestly was because of Carson Wentz. I think people believed him. What, really? In him. Yeah. That was like really their big difference in the offseason, right? I guess, but good grief. I know. Shocker right there. But um, yeah, so Daniel Jones, obviously, you already said about it. He's gotten a lot better because of Dable. Um, and last week, he had a good game. I mean, granted, Minnesota kind of did what Kirk Cousins does best, which, good fun job. fact, Kirk Cousins is four and 42 in primetime games.
1: I literally, as soon as the game kicked off, I said out loud, wait, what time is it? Oh, they're going to lose this game. The Vikings are (laughs) losing this game. No question. And then all of a sudden they
2: go up 14, nothing. And I was like, they're losing this game. They're losing this game. It's incredible. Everybody saw that coming. I think the giants were the underdog going into it, but I think everybody made money on that game that week. But yeah, so 300 yards, he threw for two touchdowns. Um 17 rushes for 78 yards. He was their leading rusher in that game. And then Saquon, 58 yards, but had two touchdowns. And I think he only had like five uh carries or something on that. Like it wasn't a lot of a t- or um carries with those yards. So they were long runs. Um, but yeah, it was dude, really damn balanced Jones. too Jones. Like it,
1: it was a really balanced game. They weren't yeah. like all of it like dominating, scoring in bunches. It was like, I think the Vikings scored like seven, seven three, seven per quarter. And the, and the, um the Giants were like 14, three, seven, seven, like they weren't doing anything flashy or exciting, or it wasn't a crazy game. It was just the, the Giants were the better football team.
2: Yeah. I mean, um, Daniel Jones, he's had three straight weeks now with over a hundred passer rating, which is good on him. I mean, we talked about it. Brian Dables really changed things around with him. Um, but I will note, so obviously a lot of people are going into this saying like, Oh, it makes me nervous. Eagles won both times. And this is the third time this season. I don't count that second game because Eagles were hurt. They were trying to get back in the swing of it. Um, New York didn't even have like any of their guys out there. So like that doesn't even count. This is a completely different situation. So looking back to that first game where the Eagles absolutely dominated, they held Saquon and Jones to 54 combined rushing yards.
1: Yeah, that is clearly the secret here. Yeah, totally agree. And in in addition to what you said, you're absolutely correct in that, uh, you know, if it was the Cowboys, we talked about this. If they beat the Cowboys both games in those legit matchups and there was a third game in playoffs, that I would not have liked that vibe going in. The Giants, I don't feel the same way at all. That second game, they rested a bunch of their starters. The Eagles were just trying not to get hurt and just lock up the one seed. And furthermore, with that, they also, I mean, we talked about, they ran a very vanilla preseason style offense because they knew there was a very good, they already played the Minnesota Vikings. They knew what the Vikings were or what the giants were about to do and about what they were about to go against. They knew there was a very, very, very good chance that the Giants were coming in here to play this weekend, and they weren't going to, you know, go do all their good stuff literally that that day. Now, I will say the Giants are a better football team than they were the first time they played. They did play late in the season, but they are a better football team than they were during that matchup.
2: I agree with you.
1: I don't think it's going to be that dominant performance. Again, it's not going to be 50 to 20 like it was
2: playoffs now now.
1: and it's playoffs, divisional opponent playoffs, like all of those things that we always talk about factor in. But I, I'm, I I absolutely agree with you. You My main thoughts here are like the giants as a football team. Don't scare me at all. They can't be taken lightly because they have improved. And what, you know, what, if you could say a concern, right? Like the same thing that we talked about with the Phillies, when they were going on their run, right. They were playing the former, you know, the the reigning world champions. They were playing the team who, you know, the team that Manny Machado chose the ones that they went out they made all the trades. They went out and got Juan Soto. They added Josh Hader. Like they did all of these things. So all the pressure was on those teams to perform. Right. And the Phillies, they were just out here vibing. Like they were just having a good time and playing baseball and, and, That was why they were as good as they were. And they just had fun. There were no expectations. And we all had a phenomenal time with it. Eagles, on the other hand, the Eagles, you know, they went out, they made the trades, they spent the money, they added the weapons, they added the stars, they did all these things. They have the best record in the NFL this year. They're the one seed. The pressure, quote unquote, is on the Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants, new head coach for the first time. First playoff win since they beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl 11 years ago. First playoff appearance since the infamous picture with Trey Songz on the yacht, right? Like nobody on that picture is on that team anymore. So they are just here. They won a game. They're just having fun. They're playing with house money. So there's no pressure on them. They're just playing football. The pressure is on the Eagles, unfortunately, but I also think at the end of the day, the Eagles are the better football team. And as long as they execute, It it shouldn't matter.
2: No, I agree with you. Um, And that is cutting it black and white is the Eagles are the better team, but where it gets nerve wracking a little bit and I can understand where people get nervous is because exactly like you said, the Giants obviously are more than capable of being where they are right now. They played and got to this position Um, and they do have some keys. And the scariest part about football is- or playoff football, I should say, is that it's one and done. Literally any team can win on any day. So there's no room to come into this for the players being who they are and the ones actually playing the game. There's no room for them to come in here thinking that they're going to win. And that's where it can get a little a little nerve-wracking because you're just hoping that they are going to come out, and you assume that they will. But the Giants, like you said, they're coming into a vibing. They're literally where the Phillies were. Um, and there's just a lot of pressure being in this spot. But um, I will say, so the Giants passing D last week, they performed very well against Justin Jefferson. They probably just schemed very well for that um, beforehand. Cause obviously going against the Vikings, you know, that you, if you want to win, you have to shut down Justin Jefferson. That is their key mark. So they did very well on that fact. But with that being said, they did let um, Hawkinson, the tight end, get 120 yards. So there was – it seems like they kind of, because they focus on that so much they lacked in other positions, and that is Philly's strength. There is no one guy that they can really try to just aim to shut down and be like, oh, we can let this guy get his, because as long as we shut down this guy, they can't win. Because Philly, that is their strongest point. You shut down A.J. Brown – or try to shut down AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. They're all gonna have one. We don't even we didn't haven't even mentioned yet that we got the giant killer in this game. I was gonna say we have the secret weapon, really the... <laughs> <laughs> So like that that is Phillies, and it's not even just against the Giants. That's just the perfect um like scenario or like showing towards any team that they play. There's no one secret thing. Um, and I'll say it more in I guess I am basically saying my thoughts on the matchup already. But um, to me, it's really just Jalen Hurts, how he's feeling with his shoulder coming into this one. And I feel like. on the injury report. Yep. And so I feel like as long as he's comfortable, you got to. I don't know what they shoot him up with. Not like steroids, but something like. Just put a little oil in the joint. You know what I'm saying? A little oil, some WD-40. Just there you go. Get some WD-40 into that joint. We're fine. There you go. And that's all we need. <laughs> I don't know
1: what they inject. Steroids? No.
2: What is it? Oil? WD-40. Let's go wd Yeah, WD-40 with a little Advil mixed in. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Maybe some cortisone. Whatever. Everything's fine.
1: Yeah, so he's not on the injury report um josh sweat and lane johnson are both back at practice lane johnson i think is pretty much just like a pain tolerance thing
2: yeah dude that makes He's me nervous
1: sob let me tell
2: he, you. um there was a report he absolutely it, it was in practice the other day and i forget who tweeted it or he even even who it was against but one of the practice squad guys he absolutely they said picked him up and dumped him in their scrimmage the other day and it was just I was like, how? Because that's been my one thing. I'm like, I fully expect Lane Johnson to come in, play half a game, and then re-injure himself to the point where he can't play because that's how severe his injury sounds, at least. Um, But then hearing stuff like that from practice, it's like, this guy might literally be an animal. I think he is an animal.
1: I mean, you've seen him. So you, when you think of like tackles, right? Like you think of like just large men. Lane Johnson is one, and even Jason Kelsey's like, I'm fat Batman, right? Yeah. Lane Johnson is the most jacked human being. Like-
2: He's the most he's- sculpted, quote unquote, athlete. fat guy that I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah.
1: And some of the videos that he posts of like his like training, is a superior athlete. Superior the Superior I, no notes. <laughs> You're
2: doing great. No notes. No, literally. I, I am excited to see. No, I don't want him to get hurt, and I hope that Got he me. doesn't. But it will be so freaking cool to see him actually play through it and be Lane Johnson. Like that would be, yeah. yeah, an absolute animal move.
1: I, I mean, when this season ends, I'm sure we'll 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 hear about the severity of Jalen Hurts' shoulder, what it actually was. The severity of Lane Johnson's injury, whatever torn whatever Jason Kelsey's been playing on, since Oh, two. yeah,, um, yeah, we'll hear all of that and and it it never ceases to amaze me every year there's always something, and I'm like, damn, you really played through that, like that is insane, right? to me. Well, and
2: especially in Philly, I feel like maybe we just don't hear it because we 're not as tuned in with other teams, but Philly, it's literally every year, like Jason Kelsey literally has played on like torn hips and torn shoulders and like gotten surgery the day after because it's been so severe. And he, you just don't even know about it throughout the season. It's crazy.
1: Jalen hurts his ankle last year. Yeah. surgery on that afterwards. And it was just like, you know, he missed the one week, but other than that, you know, you could tell it was bothering him a little bit, but it wasn't significant.
2: Yeah. Just absolutely insane. So before we go to the break, um, we were a little unorganized there. Cause we just got excited. It's playoff. It's playoffs. playoff yeah. football. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I'm going, that obviously the biggest thing in here, Eagles have allowed 92 and a, or 95.2 rating to running backs this year. You got to stop Saquon. He's having a season that's similar to, if not better than his rookie season. So for Saquon, if we weren't playing him, I'd be very happy for him just because he was struggling mentally up until this season. You can see it. So it looks like he got his feet back. Um, we need to shut that down though, in this game, at least. And then um, our D line needs to just get pressure on Daniel Jones hit him a couple times and um, yeah, Giants rushing defense ranked 30th this season. We have the giant killer. So expect something big from that. Miles Sanders is going to get his, when it comes down to it, I expect everybody, every weapon that we have to get theirs in that sense. You know what I mean? They might not go off off and get all over a hundred receiving yards or a hundred rushing yards, but I expect everybody. To have a decent performance in this one. Because there's room for it.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't know if you saw. I'm, I'm going to pull that video clip out. But I don't know if you saw. It. She was literally just falling asleep sitting up. She was just tilting and falling
2: asleep. The child it's is.
1: precious. Clearly we're boring her apparently. This is. I hope this is a better episode. She than, said she knows
2: like, all of this already. She's just bred into
1: it. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, so no, I'm, I'm with you totally. I think that you know one of the biggest things for them is going to be stopping that run game, and that was you know we we've talked about that a couple different times with a couple different teams, and they've yeah. been able to get that done. So, so that's going to be a, a huge a huge thought on on my end. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will give our keys to success for the Eagles as well as our final square prediction. You are listening to the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio.
2: You
0: ready? Showtime.
2: Welcome back into episode number 99 of Babes on Broad. So we took you through playoffs, just literally this scramble that is going on through our brains going into this game. Um, But simple keys to success. I'm going shut down the run game, which we said a lot last time, and then just stay healthy. That's mostly for Jalen and Lane Johnson and Josh Sweat coming back. We've just had a lot of people that are going to play through injury. I just want to see them all stay healthy, but able to play at a high level, obviously. And right. then hold on to the ball. Like, Don't beat yourself, because I think that is one of the scariest parts about this, is just do not beat yourself. Because I think that's the Giants' best way of winning, is if the Eagles let them win.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree 100. percent I think one of the biggest things for the Eagles a lot you know a lot this year has been if you know their losses it's they have given the ball away. They, mm-hmm. When you lose the turnover battle, you're you're going to lose. So you know taking care of the football is going to be the biggest thing for them. Turnovers will kill you. Take care of the football run the football for the love of all that's holy totally. just maintain you know dominate the time of possession if they can't get anything going they're not they're not going to be able to do anything and and that seems logical and simple <laughs> but ultimately like that's also how they've been able to win so many of these games like if they just dominate time of possession and the other team physically can't get anything going at all and don't, doesn't have time to get anything going you can't, you, you, they're not going to beat you. And yeah. with all, with the environment that the Eagles have, like oh. it's going to be an awesome game. I just got
2: chills thinking about that. Mm-hmm. I want to see the giants get their first drive and get just absolutely shut down a three and out with the crowd on a Saturday night in Philadelphia. That's probably going to be drinking at 6.00 AM on Saturday all the way up. To drink for 18 hours. Literally. I don't get why they thought that was safer. Okay. But whatever, I'm down for it. It's gonna be a fun time. It'll be fun, right? Yeah. But Are
1: you um, on Saturday at all?
2: No, I don't think so. I just wondered. I know I we were drinking. gonna go, but if I'm not I'll be going, debating.
1: I'll be drinking a little bit. I have to do the post game show, so I will be fine for the post game show. I promise. That's
2: gonna be a late night.
1: It is gonna be a late night.
2: But if hopefully, it's been, a good one. It'll be a fun. One. It's gonna be great.
1: We're gonna have a great time.
2: Yeah, honestly. So I think playoff football. We talked about it. Any team can win on any day. But I really, if we're giving percentages of how good I feel about this one, I would say about a 70. Like, the Eagles are the better team. There are a few scenarios if they beat themselves, if Saquon goes off and they can't stop the run. There's, like, a few scenarios like that where um, you could see a different outcome. But overall, there's no way that – I mean, we said it with the Vikings. They had one – thing to do and that was shut down Justin Jefferson and it worked out for him yep. that is literally impossible to do against this Eagles team you cannot do it
1: and I also think part of it with like the Eagles and you know Jalen Hurts we know that that guy just doesn't get complacent and then they also have so many guys who who don't have the who don't have the playoff wins that some of the other ones do very they true want that. like Darius Slay wants that Mm -hmm. and deserves that wants that Hassan Redick has never made the playoffs and now he's making the he's made the playoffs as the one seed with his hometown team like you know so all those things going in like I don't I don't see this Eagles team getting complacent I don't see that happening I just you know I I just hope it's not an anxiety inducing evening I don't think it's going to be a blowout I don't I do think it's going to be a closer game but I really hope it's not like frustrating shooting themselves in the foot. So with that, what is your final score prediction for
2: Saturday? So I do think it's going to be high scoring somewhat on both sides um, because both of these offenses get things going. So, and like you said, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think the Eagles, it's, I don't think it comes down to the wire wire. Like, I don't think we're going to be like having a heart attack um, with two minutes left. You know what I mean? But I do think it's going to go back and forth. So 28, 24 Eagles.
1: Okay. I do think the Eagles come out and I do think they put up 30.
2: I think they're okay. able to
1: put up. I was stuck 30.
2: on it. If I thought that that's why I went 28, I played scared on that. So prove me wrong and move it into existence. I'm going to go 33, 24. Oh, I like that. Okay, I, I'm going to actually write this down on my phone because we always write it in the show sheet and then never look back at the show sheet. Okay. so yeah. Because it's playoffs, let's actually do it. Okay. What did you say? You said 28, 28 24. Okay. And um, you said
1: 30, 33, 30, 20. What did I say?
2: Four. I think you said 24 for Giants. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't see them scoring more than that. I don't see the Eagles letting them score more than that.
2: And I agree.
1: Is like at the end where it almost doesn't really matter.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, I don't think they'll have time to score more than that. If They're just going the Saquon way or trying to go the Saquon way. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, dude, that's the thing. Like even just looking back to our success, keys to success, really holding on to the ball and not being themselves should be number one because they are the better team. 100%. 100%. I
1: think that we're going to have a good, a very good 100th episode next week. So thank you for listening to number 99 of Babes on Broad like Sam said in the beginning, make sure you are paying attention to our Instagram. We'll put it out on Twitter as well, but the giveaway will be through Instagram. Yeah. So you have to make sure you're following on Instagram. Um, but we'll do a hundredth episode giveaway next week. So make sure you're paying attention to that. As always, thank you to SP Nation and Bleeding Green Nation for hosting our show. Regardless, we'll be back next week. We just, you know, hope it's a good time. So thank you again for listening and go birds.